Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by hip hop artist Death by Tapioca, which, if you ask me, doesn't sound like a terrible way to go. But that's besides the point because we're talking to this hip hop artist, this poet, and this musician manager, yes, he manages past a DTP guest, Tennyson King, actually. We're talking to Death by Tapioca today about his brand new sophomore single, Out Like a Trout. And we're also discussing his path to the Death by Tapioca moniker because he used to be a part of a band, of a music collective. But after taking a few years off, The music in his heart became undeniable once again. He returned with not just a new moniker, but also a new energy. So we're going to talk about what that new energy is and how Death by Tapioca is capturing it here with this brand new single, Out Like Trout. Yes, and we're talking about all of this and oh, so much more. And it's all brought to you today by Desert Tiger merch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that you go and now that you know who it's brought to you by and now that you know who our guest is it's now time that death by tapioca told you about what it's like to be out like trout so let's go the desert tiger podcast all right, Ambush, we are here with someone that I would describe as a Renaissance man, a Renaissance person. One death by Tapioca. He's a hip-hop artist, a DJ, a manager. Like, there's so many different things that go into this, and we're going to dive into a little bit of it here today. How's it going, Death by Tapioca? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me uh, on the show. It's it's. Damn Renaissance man, those are that's a that's a those are big words. I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to do me, man. I'm just trying to express myself in any way I can. But thank you, I appreciate that. Oh uh, yes, well, it's expression is very important, and like I said, we're gonna dive into that here today. So I want to lay a little bit of a foundation before we get to the actual music itself. So when it comes to progressing into the arts, because like I said, an artist manager. Uh, a poet, a DJ, everything. So where is the actual beginning? Was it poetry that f- first sort of draw you into the arts that allowed you that form of expression? Or where was the beginning? The beginning was always music, but lyrics were a big part of it. Um, I was always kind of drawn by lyrics to the point where I, I would really be consumed by it. And if it didn't, if the song didn't have a message, I would kind of be tuned out and I would be very rebellious against uh you know pop culture because i would be like hypercritical of of songs with i guess generic or not as deep lyricism um so i guess poetry has always kind of had a a a big influence on me and it's interesting because i was a in the music scene for a while as under a different stage name and with a band um and I, I stepped away from it, went back to school and um, 
kind of took my took my mind off of creating music for a while. And what got me back into it was poetry. So I think I think poetry really is in a way the foundation for the music that I create, although I've always had a musical mind and inclination. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned that you had stepped away from sort of the music scene for a while. So what was it that inspired the return to music under the name Death by Tapioca then? That's a great question. Um, I think one thing that I gained when I stepped away from being involved in the industry was an appreciation for music. I really regained that. I gained being a fan because I was under this like mentality of I need to be involved in in this in these productions. Like I'm in the music industry, this is my profession, this is what I do. Um if there's a concert going on, even if it's like a headliner, like a major label artist or what have you, I either need to be putting on the show because I was a concert promoter as well. Talk about more hats. Um, (laughs) So I need to be putting on the show or I need to be opening or both. Right. And, and uh, when I stepped away from the scene, I just started to go to concerts. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I don't have to have this like facade of, um, you know, this ego thing of like me needing to be, um, involved with this concert i can just go and enjoy it and the fact that i was just going and seeing concerts and seeing artists i was interested in and appreciated um that just kind of opened things up for me and it got me really really um into this fan mindset again and that's that was the first step towards coming back into into music and and the whole brand name branding change name change because I just wanted a break from what I was doing before. Because again, I found it was a lot uh, more egotistical and a lot more like angry and just like jaded, you know. And I was just like, you know, I, I can I can chill. It's not that serious. It is serious. It's a, it's a it's a business. It's a profession. But at the same time, like I don't want to lose that that fun aspect of it. And that's why it's death by tapioca. Because that would be a pretty fun way to die. <laughs> I mean. Sounds good to me, right? Little bubbles. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really love just sort of that perspective that you gave because it's true as musicians, as artists, as creatives, it's sometimes we can become a little jaded by the fact that we're involved with the industry and otherwise that we're engulfed, that we're enveloped with it. And sometimes we lose that aspect of just being a fan or the fun when in reality, like we should be having fun when we're creating the music. Cause we're hoping that people are having fun when they're listening to it, or at least taking something from the music. Right. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. For sure. Um, that's a really great point. Like kind of putting ourselves in the shoes of a listener and how can we do that if we're, not actually even listening to music in that way. Mm-hmm. No, it's you'll find a lot of local bands that won't go to shows sometimes and like see what other bands are in their scene. And like until you play a show with them, oh, well, where have you guys been? Well, they've been playing shows the entire time. Where have you been? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, 
like, dude, like, I, uh, I don't know how it is in, like, how is the scene in Kamloops? Because, like, in Toronto, it's definitely, like, there's so much going on that I can't even keep up. Like, I, I wish I could go to every show, <laughs> but there's just so much going on. We're a much smaller city and like we have a lack of local bands. And even then, like I've promoted a couple shows, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's um, Kamloops itself is like very much difficult when it comes to like venues because I was trying to run like all ages shows because I wanted like like you say, you have youth that's angsty, maybe angry. You want to give them somewhere like a creative, a healthy place to try and release and express themselves but it's like i I was fighting with venues and then like before covid started it was but now like after covid i might be too busy to promote so i don't know who's going to be doing the all ages scene inside of this city right that's really cool i mean it's a great it's a great outlook to i think to to be thinking about um what like what what would be what the next generation is going to want and what the next generation could use. I think like, um, for me, it's like, I really started to embrace even like not having, not needing to swear in songs. Um, and that's, I know this is going even beyond like all ages. to so like family friendly, cause we all know that just cause all ages doesn't mean that, people are wholesome. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely was not wholesome as a teenager. Um, you know, uh, like teenagers I know are not wholesome and that's awesome. I wouldn't want it any other way, but I think to, on the, on the flip side of that, like kind of being tuned in and being tapped in to like what's going on. Um, currently, I think that's a great way to live. I think that's just a great way for like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how do you do you gain like a like an appreciation for I don't know, not to be corny, but like just an appreciation for life a bit more that you can kind of resonate and tap in with with what um, younger people are going through or, or into. No, absolutely. It's um, it's kind of like it's like we said, is everybody sort of has a different experience and you're sort of trying to pull it in, but you never really know what somebody's going through or otherwise. And then like with technology, it's some things move so fast. So it's hard to keep up with like what youth is going through when you're trying to keep up with what your own like life is keeping up with. But at the exact same time, it's knowing that you can no matter what it may happen to be, whether they're going through good, whether they're going through bad, just being able to help like through that experience, show them other outlets and maybe give them the chance to pursue their own outlets is it's it. I definitely feel like it does sort of keep me like connected, which I really do enjoy. Yeah. It's an awesome feeling for sure. And like, dude, I totally feel you about like the, um, you know, the platforms and all that. Like I'm looking for the next TikTok Cause I'm like, I can't be, um, behind on 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 this next whatever next social media it is <laughs> everybody's already getting all the million views on tiktok it's already too late what's the next one where too is late. it what's the next one what's the next one <laughs> <laughs> all right so you mentioned that you were uh sort of performing doing the band thing before sort of like coming into this so were you sort of doing the hip-hop sound before like the ta- death by tapioca or was this sort of a new experience that you were delving into it's 
it's both, but I wasn't, I was in hip hop. I was definitely a, a rapper before. Um, I think I was probably more of a rapper before I was, before I am now. Um, and it's not like a, a retraining myself or anything like that. It's just being more comfortable with my voice and being like more inclined to, to sing and to, to kind of bring more of myself um, on, on record. But it's, it's, it, it, is this, it is similar in that it was hip hop and uh, my, my, my music before was, I was doing solo music and I was in a band, but I was the rapper in the band. But it's different in that, again, going back to like the, it's the subject matter. Um, and not that I'm not, not that the songs I'm writing now aren't also like, can't be aggressive. Not that they can't be um, even angry or like coming from a place of, of frustration and upset or fear. Um, because I think those are emotions that I want to check in with and to take account for and not just hide under the rug. Right. Like I think what I would do before was I would, you know, express myself. I would vent in songs, but it was just a lot of animosity. I think now I'd rather what I try to do is I I try to channel my animosity or if that's what I'm feeling, the anger I'm feeling, um, to a better end. Like, so for instance, um, I have a song on my Spotify right now. It's called defund the police. And that came out of a response to the police brutality that we have been seeing continuously, but particularly the events of last year. Um, because I have written about this topic before too. Like I have a, a, a music video for a, an older song um, called breathe. And I said, it's getting hard to breathe. And that came around um, the Eric Garner case. So we're talking 2014, 2015 here. Um, so it's always been in my ethos, but what I tried with the last song was I tried to be more like one more empathetic and put myself in the shoes of victims. Um, and I also tried to, kind of say, Hey, what's like, what, what's the solution to this? You know, like what is, what can we, what can we do to better this situation? And so the song I'm about to put out is called out like trout and it's a lot more positive. It's a lot more, um, upbeat. I'm not saying that every song is going to be like that, but at least every song is going to have more of like, I'm really trying to be a more like solutions oriented person through my music um, rather than just somebody who's mad at the world. It's you're still capable of fully expressing and exploring those emotions. And obviously you should, because you shouldn't deny those other pieces of yourself, but at the exact same time, sort of just going about it in a much more reflective, a much more intelligent way where, like you said, trying to see, like, how can I help? What can I do rather than just being angry about it? Exactly, exactly. And it's like, just like you said, you, you can't ignore, one, those emotions. I think it's also, um, I think it's also naive or ignorant to ignore the realities of the world. like 
it's it's and it's also insulting right if i'm like a, if i'm if i'm listening to a song where somebody's just like downplaying what i'm going through it's like oh just like you know just just smile or whatever like i'm i'm just i'm not calling anybody out on this but like if i'm going to hear something that's like that in my mind trivializes what i'm going through i'm i'm gonna i'm not gonna connect with it as much and so even with things like mental health or like um relationships like things that are are less like life or death but still important very important to people um and can be life or death i'm not going to just deny that um you know i think it's it's just being being genuine um and acknowledging the reality of of those situations is is just the right thing to do very very true and good on you for uh being someone who is willing to do that because some people necessarily don't always want to because sometimes they're afraid that people don't want to listen to it or otherwise but once again like you said it's kind of naive to run away from the nature of the world how do you fix the world if you're hiding from the things that sit inside of it right yeah 100 percent. and also too like i don't want to like just say that it's naive because i know everyone's got their own time right like everyone takes time to process things and especially for like traumatic experiences you know people aren't always ready to discuss them which is you know obviously it's totally fine that's their that's their choice um but i think as a songwriter um i'm just i just kind of look at it like i can't um i for me i can't consciously just pretend that things are are one way when they're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to dive a little bit further into this uh, new track that will be out by the time this interview is out with Out Like Trout. So what exact um, energy were you trying to capture exactly with that? Because you said a little bit more positive, but um, what exactly were the emotions, the vibes you were trying to capture? Yeah, dude, I was just having so much fun. I was just having like, I was literally having a blast while I like wrote that while I, um, you know, even like thought of that being a song. It was just, it it was just a lot of fun. Um, and it was, it was written very publicly, like not very publicly. Like it wasn't like written with, you know, on Twitter or anything like that. And wasn't asking people to do Mad Libs, but, um, it was written like it came it, the inspiration came from my workplace. So I went back to school a few years ago to study business and I ended up I just ended up working on campus. Um and at where I worked was a tutoring center and my boss was just like she would tell me like, oh, I used to say out like trout with with her um you know with her with her college buddies when she was in school and I was just like I started saying it to myself I was like out like Trump out like Trump and it just sounded like a like a fun thing to say and I was like that sounds kind of like a kind of sounds like a bar that kind of sounds like a like a like a rap line um and then one day uh let's just say it was after work you know I don't want mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't want to get too into details. Let's say it was after work. Um, 
me and some of the coworkers, I was just like, hey guys, I like Trout. Like, what can we do with this song? What can we do with these lyrics? Um, you know, what, what can we, uh, what, how, how can we turn this into a song? And so we started brainstorming. We had like whole brainstorming sessions on like what lyrics would go with that, what kind of story it would try to tell. And I think my coworkers were just like, for the most part, they were kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're naming me on things. They were kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're not songwriters. But it was pretty funny. It was pretty fun for me anyway, just to kind of incorporate everyone and, and have everyone like part of the process, even if it was just watching me for some of it. Um, but I was having like just a great time bonding with my coworkers and writing a song about like having fun and being positive. Um, so I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I got away from the question, but like everything about the song is about having fun, being positive, being drama free, um, being comfortable in your own skin and doing you. Hmm. Basically just not letting the negativity uh, inside of your world, not letting it uh, shake you, affect you and just sort of uh, just doing you sort of thing. Exactly. Out like Trout, I'm out. Like if it's, if it's going to be drama or negativity, I'm out. Kind of like Kim, so- uh, Kim Mitchell's go for a soda then type of a thing. Right, right. You know, might as well go for a soda. Like, dude, like, like nobody's, nobody's hurt, you know? Like, um, and I think kind of going back to like the whole, like, it's not that, like, it's not that serious mentality of like, you know, whatever, whatever the drama is, it cannot be that serious. Um, hopefully, you know, f- knock on what fingers crossed. Um, yeah, it's just like no gossip, none of that, none of that, no clout chasing, just this authenticity, um, for whatever that means to, to whoever. Awesome. Awesome. I love the message. Just be unique, be you and just be true. Yeah, you are unique. Like, I mean, who's, who is not unique? I mean, who do we, who have we ever met that's like, even if people we think, oh, like those two people like are, are twins almost or whatever, or they're like, you know, even twins are not like the same. They're not the same. You talk to two twins, they'd be like, no, we're completely different. Like, and they may not be identical twins. Well, they'll be like, oh, we're completely different. We think completely differently. So, yeah, you know, it's just about like embracing um, yourself. And that's something that like, it's, it's a reflection. It's a self-reflection of me because it's something that I've been trying to do more of um, over the years, like be more okay with, with me and, and uh, yeah, I think as, as long as I'm expressing that and being true to that, then yeah, might as well go for soda. <laughs> exactly. Out like trout, out like trout, baby. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And I've had a blast with this conversation. I have one last question, Alborz. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. So we've talked about the progression into Death by Tapioca, and I feel like we've answered a little bit of this question already. But going into this new music, expressing yourself a little bit smarter and otherwise, and sort of building yourself into this new realm of expression, how has this last few years, this period of time, how has it helped you grow as a human being, or what has it taught you about yourself? That's a good question. Um, 
I've, I've learned a lot. First of all, I've learned to, to, to slow things down and to really, really like take time to hone in on my craft in any way possible. Um, and so getting into poetry has really helped with that. I'm part of a, I'm part of a poetry group. We meet every week. Shout out to them. Shout out to David Deliska, who is a, um, you know, in many ways, like I'll credit him for getting me writing consistently and getting me back into the mode of writing. Um, and then from there, t- building upon that inspiration and that community by, you know, trying to challenge myself to learn more tactical ways of songwriting and all that stuff. And just knowing that little things build up and, you know, setting habits for myself. That's another big thing is like just being, being habitual with my craft. Um, and also to other, other elements that I've incorporated in my life. Right. So like, I think with habit building, that's definitely helped. Um, in general, I, I try to, I try to be more humble and try to listen more. You know, sometimes I do catch myself like just, I'm like, Ooh, am I just like, am I just saying something just to say something? And that goes back to the music too. It's like, am I just saying something for the shock value? Um, am I listening to my producer? Like shout out my producer too. Um, Justin limited. He produced out like trout. Um, and you know, like just taking his feedback in, uh, as a very constructive thing. I'm like, you know, knowing that, you know, feedback I get for like 90, 99% of it was going to be people looking out for the best, for my best interests. And so just to be humble and be like, yo, like, listen. Um, and that's the other thing that, that the other thing that I, that I've really learned over time. And it, go, it all goes back to like not rushing and taking time with things and learning the craft and, and mastering your craft is um, kind of like looking outside of the box into how I could, I could work with my network more. And I don't think I would have thought to do like an animated music video, you know, five, 10 years ago, I might've thought that was like, Oh, it's like, that's not, that's not what a rapper would do but I'm putting out an animated music video because I just was, I think is because I was more receptive to the world around me. Um, so yeah. And the one thing I'm working on right now, so I can't really say the, the results of it, but um, just trying to be more in the present. And I think that's something that um, I've learned over the past few years, maybe haven't applied all the way, but definitely being in the present moment um, is something that, uh, I think is important for for everybody, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to learn, not just learn, but also apply a lesson. So I'm sure as time goes on, as you continue to embrace and uh, take in those moments to, you know, take the moment to smell the flowers, per se, as you continue to grow in those ways as well. And I'm excited to see the future and the growth that it will bring you there, not only as a person, but also as a musician. So thank you so much, Death by Tapioca, for joining us here on the DTP. Thank you so much for having me, Colson. Uh, Really appreciate it. And 
yeah um wishing you all the best as well because i know you're a renaissance man as well you have several hats that you wear um so you know uh keep doing you and i'm so glad that i'm so thankful that you had me on the show Oh, M. Bush, I want to thank you for tuning on into this interview with Death by Tapioca as we talked about his a brand new track, Out Like a Trout, which you can find right now on your favorite music streaming service. You can also find the animated video over on YouTube. You can also go and follow Death by Tapioca over on social media so that you can stay up to date with all the things, all the new music that will be coming your way in the future because you do not want to miss out. And with that, it's now time to thank Death by Tapioca, not just for joining us here on today's episode, but for also reaching out to me at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com to set this interview up. I need to thank German at yourpodcasteditor.com for making everything sound so good. I need to thank you, The Ambush, once again for tuning on in. If you have yet to join up with The Ambush, what are you waiting for? It's as easy as subscribing to the show, and you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and by heading over to DesertTigerMerch.com, where you can cop yourself something to support and to represent the show and our short stock is already once again getting low so you're gonna want to head over there very quickly if you're one of the people who is hoping to get those and with that it's about time that we say our bye-byes but not before i tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and let them know and until next episode ambush Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.